Welcome to Love Can Do, a podcast about love and the power love has in seven key relationships in our lives, ourselves, our families, our friends, our communities, our jobs, our church, and with God. Join us each week as we discuss the power that love has and what the Bible has to say about love. And now here is the host of our show, Mike Jankowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Love Can Do. You know, I have to say that I've really enjoyed making this podcast, and even with some difficulties that I had in the very beginning, it's been a true blessing to be able to come to you in your home or your car or your office each week and just share uh, the Word of God and share the Bible and share love with you. So this week, we are coming close to Valentine's Day, a day when couples share that special day of love with each other getting flowers and candy, going to dinner, maybe even getting engaged. But what if you're one of those that doesn't have that yet, but you are so badly wanting someone special in your life? Do you pray to God about sending him or her in your direction? Do you wonder what's taking God so long to answer you? Well, let me tell you that I do know where you're coming from. I I was once there myself. You see, After my divorce in 2008, I knew I wanted to remarry. I loved the idea of having somebody by my side, someone I could come home to after a long day at work and share about the day, cuddle with, enjoy holidays together, the the whole thing. See, I did not like being single at all, to be honest. And I went through that season of looking, and sure, I had relationships here and there, and some were good, and others weren't very healthy at all. But regardless, those would come to an end at some point, and I began questioning God's time. Where is she at? So when I moved to Florida in 2014, I realized I was going about things the wrong way. See, I was so busy looking for love that I forgot to find me first. I forgot to get myself right with God and with myself before I could even devote love to someone else. I started looking at things a whole different way, and it truly paid off. See, I believe that we are meant to be with someone. God said so right in the very beginning of time when in Genesis 2.18, the Lord said, it is not good that a man should be alone. And then later in Genesis 2.24, he said, therefore, man shall leave his father and mother and he shall be united with his wife and they shall be one flesh. But see, there's another part of how God works that we need to remember. God wants us to be faithful with the relationship that he has already given us. Now, you're probably thinking, uh, Mike, I don't have that person yet, so how can I be faithful to someone that isn't even here? Well, here's where I forgot something important. I wasn't being faithful to the other important relationship that God gave me. I wasn't being faithful to me. See, I wasn't taking care of me first. I wasn't preparing myself for marriage, much less dating. God wants us to be in relationship, yes, absolutely. But God isn't going to make something shine when it isn't being taken care of just right to begin with. So how do we go about preparing us? How do we be faithful of taking care of the me part? Well, first it starts with reading the Bible and understanding the role that you will have in marriage. For the men that are listening, look at how the Bible says that a husband is supposed to lead and protect his wife, just like Jesus loves and protects his bride, the church. 
for women. Look at what your roles as a wife should be in a marriage as well. And for everybody, it's important that you understand what you are reading. And if you are confused or have any questions, seek counsel from a pastor or, or other married people. See, another step is to start looking at your financial situation. Can you afford to move forward in life? If you have a tremendous amount of debt, that could become an issue in your future marriage. You see, money is one of the biggest reasons married couples fight or quarrel. So start looking at your spending practices, your budgeting skills, and your overall money management. A great place to do, to do this might be through a program called Financial Peace University. Many churches do this program in a small group setting, and you can actually order the kit and self-study it at home if you'd like. It's a fantastic program and will really help you get your future started in the right direction. So what else can we do? Well, be sure your heart is completely ready for a future partner. You know, if you have unresolved issues with an ex or maybe still recovering from a divorce, heal that before you move forward. So next, you will want to look for anything in you that may not be pleasing to God. Is there any sin or unhealthy activity going on that maybe God would not approve of? For example, is there any illegal substance or over drinking or maybe even a crowd that you're hanging out with? Remember, the Bible tells us when discussing who we hang out with and who our friends are. In 1 Corinthians, it says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So in essence here, you want to make sure that you're hanging out with other God-like people. Now, I'm not suggesting that you cut ties with everyone that isn't a Christian. No, that, that's not what I'm saying at all. But I am suggesting that if there's someone in your circle that may be a bad influence or pushes you to do things that you know is wrong, that those are the relationships you want to think about changing. So one big area that needs to be considered, you need to maybe reevaluate your thoughts and stand on certain pre-marriage activities, if, if you know what I mean. And Yes, I'm talking about sex before marriage. We all know and do hear it often that sex is designed only for marriage. And today's world makes it very hard to follow this. So many people say, well, that was then and this is now. Or, yeah, but we're going to get married, so I'm sure it's okay. Or my, my favorite one, well, I need to take the car for a test drive before I buy it. But the bottom line here is if you put a Ford sticker on a Sportage, that Sportage is still a Kia. In other words, I'm saying that if God says sex before marriage is a sin, you still can't take that for a test drive. See, when we take this matter into our own hands, we are taking away the blessing that God has given us for marriage. The test drive is kind of like saying, well, I want to be sure everything's going to be good and not trusting that God will make it great even if you wait. For the single men that might be listening, I want to encourage you here. This is a great area to guide your future wife in or to show her that you are a godly man. Remember that in 1 Corinthians 6.16, it says, Or do you not know that he who is joined to someone, you become one body with her? For as it is written back in Genesis Two will become one flesh. Also remember, 1 Corinthians 6.18 says, Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but 
the sexual immoral person sins against his own body. And if two are becoming one, then you're sinning against both bodies. So the next thing that you want to start doing is praying for your future spouse. Here again, you might say, but Mike, I don't even know who that is. Well, you're right. You don't. But guess what? God sure does. Start praying for him or her right now, that God will protect them, that God will help them get ready for you, and that God will continuously bless them. See, when I was waiting for my future wife, I came across a great book called 31 Prayers for My Future Wife. And there's one for the ladies, too, called 31 Prayers for My Future Husband. What a great book this was. It was great prayers to pray over my wife before I even knew her name. See, I remember being in prayer with God one day, asking him where my future wife was. I remember saying to God that I felt ready. And honestly, I did. I was reading my Bible. I was attending church and men's small group. I had a a great group of friends that they even saw the readiness that I had. But I will never forget when God answered me. She's not ready yet. Four words. That's all I needed to hear. She's not ready yet. She wasn't ready for me, even if I was ready for her. God was still doing some work in my future bride. So I prayed even harder for her every day. I gave more of myself to God as I I continued to get ready to be her husband. So if you are still waiting for your special person, simply wait on God. His timing is always perfect, even if we don't understand it. Start loving that future spouse now before you even meet by preparing yourself and praying for them. Give yourself to God completely while you are waiting. Keep preparing for your love through prayer and Bible study. You know, one of my favorite verses came to mind during this time in my life, and and it's still one of my favorite verses. It's from Psalms 37, 4. It says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desire. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for what you will give us. Thank you, God, that you have someone special for each of us. Lord, I pray that those that are waiting for their special person, I pray you would give them patience and help them prepare themselves for their one. Help them to search themselves for areas you want changed. Give them the courage to honor you and themselves and their future spouse. We pray for their future spouse as well. God, that you would protect them and prepare them to meet our listeners. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My friends, thank you so much for joining me today. It is a true blessing to share these episodes with you. Be sure that you subscribe to the podcast and share this link with others who you think would benefit from these episodes. Don't forget to come back next week where we will continue to explore what love can do. God bless.